1: like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. We're on. Podcast is on.
2: Do you know that sometimes you get accused of being a little bit '80s radio DJ, Tim?
3: Uh, no, I'm, I'm not aware of this at all.
2: Well, you know, do you know when you do like your charts? Oh no, sorry. What I mean to say is, you do a good impression. Do you know when you do like the chart rundown? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I was going to say I could only I could, I could do an impression of someone doing <laughs> a cheesy 80s DJ. I don't believe I ever sound like. A, hey, you, you, this isn't This is like saying, you know, you know, um what was that guy that did the that did the brought down the banks? Uh, Nick stole Leeson billions. Yeah, you go like you do, you're quite like Nick Leeson in your <laughs> ethics of uh, being financial
2: advisor. <laughs> well, I've got a new one. How do you like this one? Um, I think Ugo Monye might have finished a certain other podcast with Top of the Charts and In Your Hearts or something like that. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Deep in your hearts. uh, Oh, and uh, yeah, something like that. Uh, Anyway, if you're on Facebook Live, you'll notice that I am in full rugby regalia. Uh, You are looking smart as ever. And Tim is doing his show in London. Aren't you, Tim? Don't know
3: what you're talking about. I I I wouldn't dream of pre-recording some of my Virgin Radio show uh, in order to (laughs) record a podcast. I would never be so unprofessional. I don't know what you're talking about. It's 11 o'clock at night, yeah?
0: Exactly right, mate. You're in the shipping container, right, Tim?
3: Yep, that's it. In the Egg Chasers' shipping container, not in a radio studio. Exactly. Well, let's very
2: professionally put our hands in. Pod on three. One, two, three. Pod. 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 Hello, and welcome to the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast. The podcast about rugby doesn't take itself or the game too seriously. I'm JB. In the studio, joined, of course, with Phil, as always. Hello, Phil. Hello, JB. And Tim, shirking his duties once more, down in London, making an honest crust for himself. Hello, Tim. <laughs> Hello, JB. <JV>. Hello. <laughs> uh, now, boys, it's a very
0: special day today. Uh, go on.
3: It's February 14th. Oh, it's the day before steak and blowjob day.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly right. Well, to celebrate uh, February 14th, I have bought me and Phil some truffles. So here you are, Phil. Here is is a Chambon and Walker truffle for for you. Champagne truffles. They are champagne truffles, Mm. of course. I'll have one one too. My favourite. And also halfway through the season. So let's open up with this. What has been the point of the season that you've loved the most so far?
3: Hmm. I would say every minute up until the new law directives came in. Oh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They've not been as bad as we feared.
3: No, do you know what? Do you know what they have? The... Yeah, I know. I, I didn't like the Johnny Hill red, as we're talking domestic rugby on this podcast. We should reiterate yeah. that, actually. But if, you, if you're expecting to hear about Six Nations stuff, we've already done that podcast. It's in our feed. Hit subscribe and you'll get them all. But this is about domestic matters. I didn't like the Johnny Hill red card for Exeter Chiefs. But, um, I'm, I'm with yeah, you it...
0: on that one, Tim. Uh,
3: but things,
2: yeah.
0: things that you did love, things that you've loved so far. I love the last three and a half to four minutes of the England-Wales game. I hated the rest of it, but I love that.
3: Hmm. I think think genuinely one of the things I've loved the most is probably the best kit ever in the form of Harlequin's anniversary kit.
2: Oh, nice. Oh, nice. I think the most excited I was, because we all get excited on Valentine's, right? Yeah. Was knowing that Willie Larue has entered the country and that he's going to be playing with Kirkley Beale in the Premiership.
0: That is exciting. That is exciting.
3: Actually, I'll tell you my- for the next couple for the next couple of months, because Kurtley Beale he's off. Uh, is what? he? I saw. I saw. Yeah. saw Checker
0: was talking about him potentially going back. Sorry, what? The Kurtley Bale off.
3: Is- what from uh, when? He's li- he'll be he'll be leaving Wasp at the end of the season. Really? Are you sure about that? I'm pretty sure. Wow, I thought mean, well, he on a two-year contract. Yeah, I think it's just a, a, a money thing. But, but the
2: money, you can't get more money in Australia than you can in the UK playing for Wasps, can, can you? Uh,
0: no idea. It sounds unlikely. The, the right place, so presumably Israel Falau is on equivalent or more. No. He's on a. Big... he's on more than like... Well, hey, listen, think of all the suitors for Israel Falau. Not only could he go to anywhere in Europe... He could also go to NRL or dodgeball, AFL, Bo- volleyball. Yeah, American football. He could
3: go NBA any- anywhere. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Good show.
3: You must be on a bit. Don't forget, don't forget Brexit. Uh, that that must have helped. That's probably helped the exchange rate. That might have helped Australian rugby. Yeah, maybe. But I guess the biggest
2: problem isn't the exchange rate over here. It's exchange rate in France. Uh, I'd be surprised if he goes. But if, is that official now?
3: No, 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 there's nothing official. I've just, just there's just rumblings. Rumblings around. No. Yeah, sort of checking I I, I know nothing I I've not heard anything from any official source or anything. Just just, you know, just just it, there's 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 rumours and unsubstantiated rumour.
2: Okay, well let's go from let let's let's go from beloved in the heart to absolutely heartbroken. broken. Bit of news came through today. Oh yes. It's confirmed. Yes. The death of uh North West Rugby, thanks Fords. I mean, we, uh, you know, uh, the older Manchester, the Northwest area gave you everything that you, that you ever, ever wanted. Uh, Mike made his living in rugby league, only down the road in in, in Wigan. The Fords were were bought up in Saddleworth, and how do they repay you? By going to Leicester. Cheers, lads. Great, great job. <laughs> great job. Well done. Hope you're proud of yourself. So it is confirmed. Mm-hmm. It is confirmed. Yeah. George Ford. Well,
3: and, and I just want to say we should we should make sure you know we should make sure that we just point out again that we are a we're a small operation we're just three mates that love the game of rugby and we punch well above our weight we are we are the podcasting world's true underdog and um, and we were the first people to to break the news that there would be a burns ford swap yeah. fact
2: well who cares i mean i, I you know i wish <laughs> we hadn't broken it quite uh, quite quite frankly I, I think this is bad for the premiership I, I don't particularly like it um i don't see what bath are getting out of this Unless they've paid Freddie Burns a lot of money, and if they have get paid Freddie
0: Burns a lot of money, I still don't see what they're getting out of it. So Bath, Bath, presumably will free up some salary cap. Presumably, no, because they're they're bringing in. Well, no, Ford and, wasn't on Ford wasn't on big money, but they're they're bringing in an inferior product, so it's got to be you've got to free up some cap to bring uh, someone yeah, else it, in. I don't. If 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 he's on the same money or better than George Ford, and you're right, Tim, George Ford was on a very good deal if
3: if the figures are correct then this is a terrible move for Bath mm. well it is, a, it is an inferior player but an inferior player the whole time committed
0: yeah I guess that is that is
3: true oh I'm and just committed. looking at the Facebook live stream JB what are you wearing <laughs> mate? I've just come <laughs> in from training <laughs> it's oh indecent, goodness, me! Isn't Can I just say, if, if you're listening on the on the podcast, on the regular podcast via iTunes or Acast, <laughs> do not go and watch the Facebook Live video. It's a oh, special, behave.
0: special Valentine's treat That's
3: right, for the lucky boys. Facebook Live <laughs> viewers.
2: But well, let's get back onto Ford, okay? So, <laughs> um, allegedly, they've had to buy him out, out of his contract. Now, this is interesting because I've also heard that this counts towards their salary cap. Uh, in what What the transfer fee yeah this is what I've heard it can't be right because no the transfer fee is approaching a million allegedly a, a million a, approaching a million not a million approaching a million but he's only got one year left on it. <sighs> now that this this is these are the rumours that I've heard now these are completely unsubstantiated ok because um, that doesn't make <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me well no because they would have to buy him out of his contract yeah if that went against the salary cap then you've got to wonder how much is he getting paid and have they backloaded the deal so he gets more in, in later years in later years, when the salary cap gets higher? The other thing which is interesting about this is it was only announced fairly late on because Freddie Burns had decided he was only going to go for big money. So Freddie Burns is going to be equally well paid
0: as George Ford. Interesting. It makes it very interesting from Bath's perspective. I guess it does give them more time to line up either... Um, another marquee player in a different position Mm. or another 10.
3: Yeah, well... Well, Hey, if a Kirtley Beal was available, that would be absolutely spot on for Bath. Yeah. Now, could that happen?
2: I'm not sure that could happen. It couldn't happen as a
0: marquee player. No, it couldn't. But it could theoretically happen if they had the room in the cap. Elsewhere, which I'd be
3: Right, staggered I, I'm to think thinking, yeah. I, I'm looking at this just on this one. I'm th- looking at this and thinking Leicester need another quality 10. Uh,
2: because Owen Williams has gone as well,
3: hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, uh, yeah, you're probably right.
0: Yeah, because they've so they have got young lads coming through in certain positions, but I can't recall seeing a young lad coming through at 10 at Leicester. Uh, no, you're right. Other than
2: what Owen, What, what, Owen what Williams, are the chances
3: of Joe Ford arriving from Yorkshire Carnegie and Mike <laughs> Ford arriving from <laughs> Toulon? <laughs>
2: well yeah fairly high i guess fairly high a joe ford would be a good signing because that's what they need
0: isn't it they need an lv cup fly off well lv cup to bring someone through they they need a premiership level fly half well he's not exactly yeah more. no
3: but there again they have but when when, on,
0: when ford's away on international duty you need a, a high quality backup or at least a Premiership yeah, all right. level backup. so
3: here's a hypothetical if you had to pick let's say it was joe ford or someone of that like quality, not of top Premiership quality. If you had George Ford, but Joe Ford when Ford wasn't away, or you had Freddie Burns with Reece Priestland, if when when he wasn't available, which would you say was a was a better two fly halves? Um, good Fre-
0: question. Fre- Freddie and Reese, I would say.
2: Yeah, I I'm not entirely sure Freddie Burns will win that spot. Uh,
0: well, uh, Priestland had, think a, he had will. a decent game on. Yeah, I think Friday night. Yeah,
2: I think he will, Tim. But I'm not sure. It's not like. George Ford. No, not, is no is you're it? right.
3: You're right.
2: So, you know, they might have a very expensive signing not play. Well, two, because well, Priestland
0: I... is not cheap. <laughs>
2: yeah. No. Mm. no that's true. Interesting times. It, well, it
3: will be interesting times, indeed.
2: Well, I have it on good authority that Ben Spencer will be signed next week for sale. For sale. And this key- doesn't go away. Neither did the Ford rumour, to be fair.
3: But this does sound like it's going to happen. They've done so this is this has gone from there's two conflicting strong claims that Ben Spencer is a going and B not going to sale. Yeah. and th- this is now he's going JB's calling it Ben Spencer is coming to I sale. tell you what I I hope so um you see I, I I'm, I'm looking at this from the outside and I'm thinking where I really applaud George Ford for going Not worrying about the money, because he could have earned, if rumours are to be true... But what about the game, uh, uh, Tim? What about the game? He uh, could have earned significantly more money by going to sale. Um, Ben Spencer, he's probably going to sale for an absolute bucket load of cash. And fine, fair play to him, but I think it's the wrong decision.
0: It's not that simple for Ben Spencer, I don't think, though. Because he won't be first choice at Saratons for three, four years, something like that. And if he needs game time, he's a very talented player. He needs to be starting week in week yeah. out. And so he, I, he's I actually kicker. think this is this does show more ambition, just just
2: in terms of starting. Tell you what, oh god, it annoys me. Um, yeah, Ben is If they get him, a, a tremendous signing. But I'm I'm having one source saying one million percent not, and
3: I've got another source saying it is on the desk in sale and it's done. Well, let's talk about some. Let's let's just talk about some stuff that's definitely happened or happening. Go, Mark yeah. Bennett's going to Edinburgh.
2: Yeah. That's a that's a tremendous signing, it, going up the
3: M8. It,
0: I'm I'm a little bit surprised he's staying in Scotland because I would have thought there'd be a few bigger money offers on the table. Yeah, and
2: it does kind of kick him in the teeth a bit, doesn't
0: it? This whole situation because they've brought in Hugh Jones, who's yeah. usurped him for Scotland, and now he's now usurped him for Glasgow.
2: Yeah, it just feels like he's got a really raw deal out of this unless they have bump them up with a bit more cash. He's have, having to do a Duncan Weir. Yeah, off you go, mate. Yeah. So like. So Edinburgh, who I think are now Glasgow B, is that right? Or Glasgow A. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Glas yeah, they're probably
3: Glasgow um, B because Gloucester are Glasgow uh, A. Um, and that works because there's hard. They're 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 sort of very united. Those two cities. There's no kind of friction or that's a good or, point. Actually, uh, tension between the two cities.
2: Yeah. So um, yeah, that doesn't sound like a great one for Mark Bennett personally. But I hope he's got got a lot more cash out of it, and it's a great signing for
0: Edinburgh. Uh,
3: and we haven't got confirmation of where they're going, but Gordon Reid and Josh Strauss are also leaving uh, Glasgow. Josh Strauss going to sail. I see, yeah.
0: uh, There's a lot of talk about France
2: as well. Going to sail. Okay. That is go- and there's going to be two two more. <laughs> okay. So are be... you
3: willing that? Are you willing that to happen, Jamie? No, 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 no. That is happening. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. No, I, I'd, I'd heard whispers of the same thing. Um is confirmed. He's going to be going to Bristol for the start of next season. That, that, he'll be, that'll be a fine player for the championship. <laughs> interesting
0: player for the championship it's interesting that uh, a couple uh, of uh all blacks like last year ben franks uh sorry yeah ben franks been Ben Franks. ah
2: yeah i didn't i was wondering what you were saying Ben Franks.
0: yes I, I know the guy uh yeah signing for for irish on a three-year deal and now lua tour mm. who, who will be a handy player yeah very talented it's oh yeah
2: it's almost like they think they're not going down
0: but mind you irish thought that and they went down <laughs> so
2: there you go. Well, it very does true. happen. Well,
3: well, Bristol are very proud because they say we we've we've beaten off uh, strong competition from a number of other clubs who are interested and I I mean I'm presuming that's because Luatua loves Ashton Gate and and yeah. the city of Bristol See, he wants to immerse himself in. You are you in. are
2: so uh, you're so contrary Tim because you're so <laughs> happy to say oh that uh, don't go for the cash the cash is bad. George Ford went for the cash to Leicester. He could have got more cash at sale, but what about the good of the game? What about the good? What about the good of the game of coming back and having another strong team in in the Premiership? And he
3: only went to oh, sale to get the England
2: money. We all know that.
3: No, I, I, I hear that, he, but he'll get more money by, by being by being a continued England player. He'll get twenty two grand a game. Which yeah, I think he'll. Yeah, I think it's... it'll do better for his career overall, and he'll got more chance selfish. of winning trophies. But anyway, selfish, selfish, um, selfish. Too, Willie, Willie Larue, as JB's already said, is in the country. Yeah. Um and what other news? Um Jack Jack uh, Roberts. Like, m- oh, what where, where's Jack Roberts
0: going? Jack Roberts gone to Cardiff Blues. Is that right? That's yeah, a that's not right. a bad sign. It's not a great signing, but it's not a bad signing. It's presumably because he's Welsh. Uh well, just predicting that um at some point, Le- Leicester's centre worries have to end, <laughs> yeah. and they'll actually be able to to field two fit centres that are not him and Matt Smith. Yeah, I don't think I. I don't think
2: that's a. It's, a, it's all right, I guess. I mean, yeah, i will get more right. game. He's, time. A, he's a squad player. Yeah. He's not an
3: international player. He's a good. He's a, just a good squad. Good you solid know player.
2: Do you know what move this? This reminds me of. Reminds me of when Blaine Scully went. So Blaine Scully yeah. was a really good player at Leicester, and I think Jack Roberts is a really good player. When he went to Cardiff,
3: a, I thought... He's a decent player.
2: Well, no, I thought Blaine Scully was really good. I think he might have even capped side a, a few times.
3: No, no, I'm saying Jack Roberts is decent. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it
2: makes an impact. Um, and then went to Car- he went to Cardiff and not really heard or seen of, of him much since. So that was that.
3: Yes. I th- I think that'll probably be that um, as as well.
2: Uh, yeah. Any more rumours? Well, no, not rumours, but something confirmed for you. Tom R. Scott. Confirmed he did go for a family meal. Yes. (laughs) He met his brother in a hotel. (sighs) Confirmed. Confirmed. What do you say about
0: this, boys? (sighs) It's interesting. So, Sale passed it on for an alleged betting and corruption offence. And the RFU have confirmed that there was... There was no um, evidence of a betting offence, so it didn't break any of the RFU rules. But it seems that they are kind of... It did break a rule. Uh, you not have to tell other teams what you're up to. Uh, well, he was cleared of the betting offence. Yeah, yeah, he was cleared of that. It so no, was a serious one. But that, so that he didn't break a rule in that. He broke an ethical code in that. Right. It was a distinct difference. Well,
2: yeah. I mean, whatever it is, it does kind of feel like the RFU... Don't really want to punish him, so they've written him a letter, because they can't—they don't strike me, strike me as the sort of organisation that would go easy on sort of you know, a corruption type thing.
0: Yeah, and it's—they've been very clear. It's not corruption. It's not betting. It's not broken those specific rules, but they've reminded all players of their obligation to their employers, effectively. Hmm. But interestingly, they've not really commented on whether Sale were right or not to uh, terminate his contract but it does seem that they, they are kind of satisfied and they're not going to step in and they're not going to do anything I've, about if that,
3: that. was If that was Denny Solomona, what do you think would have happened?
0: Uh,
2: absolutely nothing. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But the funny thing is about R-scott is I think he is fairly highly rated at sale. They use him as a kicking option. Quite often you see him on the team shooting, you're like, why is he there? And you're like, oh, well, you know, we need an extra peg. And they don't seem to replace that ability. So... It, I, they must have felt real strongly about it, and apparently he has stood up and apologized to the lads for what he's done, and blah 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 blah. Well, that's,
3: that's not that's not even the point I just made. I'm not I'm not I'm just I'm just saying. Well,
1: but no, I'm just saying I... you
3: know it probably it probably happens in every job in every walk of life, but they're very very like ethics and being so strongly against X Y or Z and so strong that they would sack a player on principle. Uh, it doesn't it's, it, it 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 applies because it's Tom Ascott. Had it been. Um, that's a very cynical. It had deli- I, I, Den- I, why why they would never have done it. Why do you think Tom got such a bad player?
0: It's very cynical,
3: that, Tim. <laughs> just throwing <laughs> I, I, him away. I, I, just just... Well, you, you, see, you, you think that Denny Solomona would have been sacked?
0: I'm not saying I disagree with you. It's just a very cynical view.
3: Uh, it is a very cynical do you know what? view.
2: I think because Sale don't have many stars, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Denny Solomona. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. No. No, he wouldn't. I, I, I don't think he would have either. No. I think, but, um, the, I think the talent stays. Apparently, there's like no hard feelings, but he has done the whole standing up in front of the squad, told everyone what he's done, that kind of thing, and they just had no choice but to pin him off. I guess. Mm. <laughs> kind of like the way the All Blacks had no choice but to um, humiliate Aaron Smith, smuth. Yes. So there you go. Uh, the, the, I think the hand was forced, mate. But uh, the, you know, from here on in, surely this has to end. Now he can just carry on with his rugby career. I would hope.
0: Uh, presumably, yeah, because someone will sign him. Yeah, he's an he's, he's all right player. He's not a bad player. Bristol? Bristol uh, sounds well, like a good place for
3: Talking of sailing, uh, sailing a man on the way out, um, the Mooj is taking his drones, and he can go and fly over an airfield in South Wales now. He's off to Ospreys. Yeah.
0: Fine. With immediate effect as well. Fine. There you go. <laughs> Happens.
3: Yeah, good. They've got a mediocre scrummager who looks incredible, um, <laughs> likes, Does but doesn't play incredibly.
0: Likes a beer or two Yeah, and some brisket. Yeah enjoy swansea um any others yeah big big signing go on biggest signing of the week go on john O'Gibbs. gibbs oh what what do you make of this i'm excited why so for quite a while ulster's pack has been weak Mm -hmm. um lacks some strength Lacks some ball carriers uh, Nick saw... Williams now They lack Nick Williams Nick, Nick Williams left an enormous hole An say... ab- absolutely enormous
2: hole yeah. I was going to say Kankowski But he never signed It's Kurtz- Kurtzier how do you say Kurtzier
0: Kurtzier Kurtzier So there's two very good bits of news For Ulster this week One Kurtzier started his first game And made the most carries Of any Ulster player in a Pro 12 game Wow T- Did he? 26 carries in a game Good yes. night Um he had a, he had a decent performance. It was his first game in nine months or so since uh, ACL, I think it was injury, so a horrific injury. Just very good to have him him back. And then Jono Gibbs signs. Um, and my hope for,
3: for people that might not know Jono Phil, just give us a little brief lowdown on his credentials. Younger brother of Scott impressive. Gibbs, is that the guy? <laughs> <laughs> One of the many Gibbs brothers.
0: <laughs> um, so Jono Gibbs. Uh all black flanker um ten or so years ago, ten twelve years ago. Less flan- than twenty caps. Uh eight caps, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um played for the Chiefs, played a number of games for the Chiefs. In two thousand and seven, maybe, um, started coaching at Leinster as a yep. forwards coach, oversaw the forwards pack that won three Heineken Cup titles and numerous um Pro Twelve titles. And since then, has been working at Clermont as forwards coach as well. So the man knows a thing or two about forward play and building winning packs, and that is exactly exactly what Ulster need. They need a tough enforcing pack.
2: So why have they not got a tough enforcing pack at the moment? Who is <laughs> uh, sorry? Um, who is the current setup?
0: Uh, sorry, it seems to be quite funny on my phone. I'm not too sure, so you've got currently got Les Kiss and Neil Doak, um, but I'm not too sure who the forwards coach is, but in terms of actual personnel, they've got a few decent players, but not enough strength and depth, and kind of not enough drive and discipline, it feels like to me. Um, one of the things they have lacked is a ball, a big ball carrier, since Nick Williams, as we would already mentioned, so hopefully we can bring a couple of additional players in to supplement Kurt um, and next season have a very good, very aggressive pack to give the right ball for Piatau, um, so Bo are you, yeah. Stock, Stockdale, who had a great game on the weekend, uh, Trimble, Gilroy, Gilroy who scored a hat-trick for Ireland at the weekend, and all of those centres.
2: Okay, so you've basically given us a little bit of a rundown of what happened this week with Kurt Sier. Why don't we talk about what actually happened in the Premiership? Okay. So let's probably start with Tim because you were at the Bath game.
3: Yes, so I was working there. Really, really good game. A keenly contested match. And I have every sympathy for Jim Malander. After his team put in a, a really cracking performance, great comeback in the second <clears throat> half. Yeah, um, the lead changed hands in the last five minutes a bunch of times. Really exciting from that perspective, and I thought they were slightly hard done by with the decisions. I, I, I feel like the try, the winning try for Bath, which was an, an incredible try from Chris Cook, who gets a bit of stick on the podcast from time to time. Um, <laughs> uh, he, he finished on playing on the wing. Finished absolutely brilliantly, but now did he score was...
2: and immediately whinge that there's no one in support and he had to finish it himself? <laughs> <laughs> that strikes me like a very Chris Cook thing to do. Uh
3: I, I uh all, all all I can say is I, I felt the pass was possibly forward, at yes. least probably deserved to have been checked. Um and uh yeah that that I, I would have been a bit a bit pig sick. If I was, uh, if I was Northampton,
0: so there, was, there was that for the final try, and then there was the two shots at goal, as well, uh, in the seventy yeah. ninth and eightieth minute.
3: Again, um, much like with Wales at the weekend, where Jonathan Davies just kicked the ball out. It's say with Lee Dixon, don't fart around with the ball; just kick it out. Yeah, he got he, he, got, he kicked it. The ball got half charged down. Bath got the ball back, and then uh, brainless penalty from Callum Clark was it. Callum Clark, yeah. Doesn't care totally though, does he?
0: Brainless. He's got he's Saracens. Yeah, brainless and Callum Clark. Hmm. Oh dear.
3: So, But a really good game. There's been a lot it of good games as well. Game. That that Wasps Extra game was immense. Yes, Oof. Wasps extra 35 all. Uh, I, do you know
2: what? I'm going to disagree with you. I didn't think it was immense. So there. Uh, in what respect? Uh, no one wanted to win it. <laughs> like, yeah, they were scoring, but where where was the defending? Like every time there was a scoring opportunity, it felt like, yeah, go on then, and then we'll score another one. It felt like a
0: very an Exeter type of game. Ex- Exeter, um, you mentioned it before, Tim. But Exeter were restricted because of the Johnny Hill red card five minutes into the second half.
3: Yeah, that's a did, point. Didn't like it at all.
0: I I'm with you on this, Tim. Talk uh, me through it, Tim.
3: Well, I mean there was a it wasn't even a it was kind of a mall. There was there was a, a, a few players, a couple on each side grabbing each other and Johnny Hill went in, hit a player and ra- hit Ashley Young, uh Ashley Johnson who had the ball. Yeah. Um <sighs> hit with a shoulder, wrapped the arms, but the shoulder was kind of a about just top of the st- top of the chest. <laughs> Kind uh, of height, bit of right. maybe a bit of connection with the chin, but he had to go over the top of another wasp player in order to get him, so he, he he avoided hitting with the arm the wasp player that was next to Johnson as a result, there was contact, yeah, fine, under the new laws, if you must, penalty if you must, yellow card, red card was just so harsh. no,
0: what, now, what so, goes on? so just let me give you my very quick view of it. He did hit him in the head. Um, but so I, if I'm looking at these offenses, I I like to kind of look at separate offenses so that one, did he hit him in the head? Yes. He did make contact with the head. Rob Rob Baxter said he made contact shoulder to chin. Um, then two, is there anything else? Is there recklessness? Did he not wrap his arms? Was he a swinging arm? Was he off his feet? None of those things applied he wrapped his arms it wasn't ludicrous he didn't dive in and so for me it was a penalty or a yellow card Mm. it it was a penalty definitely it was there was foul play under the new laws i just don't see why that particular offense should have been a red card uh so i I think the the ref got it wrong uh don't know maybe um (laughs) Jay, you're, you're just <laughs> you're playing on your phone. You seem very distracted tonight. No, no, no. Do you know what
3: it is, Phil? I think he's just a little bit concerned that uh, I think maybe he's just realised he's on a promise. Bear yeah. in mind that he's, they've yeah. got they've got a young one year old daughter <laughs> of uh, JB no, JB I'm... and Nas uh, JB and Layla. And <laughs> Le- Layla's messaged on our Facebook live feed saying, hoping you keep your socks on later, JB. Banter. <laughs> 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 uh, I've got the mother in law here
2: as well, so who knows? Um, so. Uh, <laughs> Do you know who I think really struggles to integrate into this Wasps team when you watch him? Car- Carl Eastmond. He does a reasonable job, but he's nothing like as dangerous as I expected him to be.
0: And he's like the complete opposite to Jimmy Gopith. It It's interesting because they seem to have this... They don't seem to know what their best back line is. No. So Gopeth was starting at 13. Yeah, that, that makes no sense. I know. I know. How does that make any sense? I know. I know. You're right, it, but it, it can't help just changing your personnel all the time. And you, you've effectively got three playmakers there. And they'll sometimes put Denis Cipriani at full-back and on the wings when the, he's defending. The, and they'll move um, Gopeth into 10 for kicking. And just that inconsistency, it can't be good for these players. No. For the cohesiveness of the Well, the I'm, really,
3: I'm, I'm really bored by this.
0: What? You don't like talking about rugby?
3: <laughs> no, I love talking about rugby But we're getting into In-depth chats yeah. About but the different what, combinations I of enjoy wasps, that That's line. what I
2: like I mean, I was just going to say this About Jimmy Gopeth A tremendous signing And it just shows How much more flexibility You get with him And how Carly's Doesn't quite fit into the team It wouldn't surprise me If he does leave at the end of the season
0: You heard it here first Yep, there you go. Um,
2: and, wh-
3: and where would he be going, JB? W- mention it again. Go on, mention it again. <laughs> Who needs a centre?
2: Well, do you know what? I'm, let's talk. Let's talk about a different centre. Okay. Let's talk about Ryan Mills. Okay. Oh, d- wh- yeah. Why? Why? Because. Go on. Uh, well, I th- for a start, I thought he he was outstanding. He, he kicked, was great. They've he missed him very well. He kicked what? Well, did he kick? I'm not entirely sure. Actually, eight, eight out of nine. Yeah, it's uh, yeah seven out of eight or eight, eight out, eight nine, out nine. of nine so fantastic kicker um not even a 10 it's got to be said more of a center
0: when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online choose your diamond and setting when you found the one you'll get it delivered right to your door
1: It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. It just made me
2: think, if you're looking at centres who have a lot of promise and need just game time in the right system, it's got to be Ryan Mills. I think this boy could be really,
0: really good. Um, I think he's got a lot of talent. It'll be interesting to see whether he stays there, because having brought in Gary Gould, and Carl Hogg in the post-match interview attributed the win to some of the changes Gary Gold. that Gary Gould has made. <laughs> yeah. yeah, basically Gary Gould. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they use him and whether they can get the best out of him. It appears that they can get the best out of him.
2: Now, yeah, I mean, sounding a little bit like myself now, I'm worried <laughs> if I'm going to get carried away. Because they've won one game, they're going tell you that they're the best team in the Premiership. But there, yeah. there is something to be said here. They've got a lot of star power back. Um, o- Oliver, or however you say his name, was playing. He's got a handful of spin-off. Fear, thank you. And of course... Who Hard. Who God, or Who Hard, or whoever it is. That's a big deal.
0: Yes. It, him being back is a big deal.
2: Uh, B- BBT comes in after the Internationals. And all of a sudden, you, these these guys... aren't Right, even panel,
3: fit and up and running exactly
2: so I just wonder if they're um if they're building something here
0: now I would just put a bit of uh, cold water on that and say this is one of the weakest Saracens teams I've seen in a long time and I know it's still a Saracens team but it's oh n-
3: Phil you called this win for Worcester didn't you I said I said Worcester got a good
0: chance and then you two shouted me down and because you're an idiot I, and I agreed with you Well, I'm just having a little time.
3: That's just weak-minded, Phil. That's weak-minded. Exactly. When you say weak, I mean, where are you seeing
2: this weakness? Because all the players I'm I'm looking at here, with the exception of Matt Gallagher, uh, have got a lot of appearances this season. And a lot of them are seasoned seasoned veterans.
3: Oh, Uh, come on. You know, am I in a bad mood tonight? I don't understand it. It's like, of course. Why are we debating that it's a weak Saracen side? That is a weak Saracen side. It is a weak Saracen
0: side. Yes.
2: Yeah.
3: Brits, Deplassey, du- Rose, at Of Rhodes, Look a- all the internationals, they've got away. It stands to reason. Yeah, but there is a huge squad. This is what they. This is what
0: they should do. <laughs> they should win right. these. Let's let's lighten things up a little. Right,
2: bit. shall we do the rest in a Tim in a Tim style? Settle one. Uh, w- uh, Leicester Wern, uh Harlequins <laughs> Wern. Catch us next week for the rugby podcast. Is that, no, no. Is let's that, do it. In, let's enough?
3: do it in a JB style now. The third scrum in the (laughs) Sale Newcastle game. (laughs) I thought that it was a 24, not a 25 degree angle that the referee accused the loose head of boring in on.
2: interesting. I think it's interesting. (laughs) Talking of a... Okay, let's just finish off with um, Saracens, uh, which is, I thought the Wigglesworth try to... I think he was incredible. Ashton. Ashton. And they're going to miss him so much. They don't have any idea how much they're going to miss him, but they really will.
0: But they've played half of the last two years without him.
2: Yeah, but the previous two years have been excellent. He's a very good player.
0: And who else sniffs out a try like that?
2: Yeah. I thought it was just a superb, superb natural. Like a pick after truffles. Exactly right, mate. Exactly right. Um, And we'll move on from there because I can feel Tim getting agitated.
3: (laughs) No, no, no. It's absolutely absolutely fine. I just know we've got a lot to... uh... Tell us.
2: this. I thought O'Callaghan was in trouble at Worcester. I thought they weren't playing him and leaving him on the bench and that sort of thing.
3: Well, there was there was that thing around Christmas, or was it where they didn't let him travel back to Ireland uh, with uh, his family? Ah, uh, that's the one, yeah. And, and he went to Bristol and he was a travelling reserve. Yes. So he, didn't, he wasn't even in the matchday squad.
2: Uh, yeah, that's it. So, actually, no trouble at all.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, just a, a couple of good messages on our uh, Facebook live feed. Paul Tinkler, we're uh, talking about rugby and valentine's day jb you've come from training as everyone can see by the yep. kit that you're wearing yep. lots of people just making sure that the mouse is in the house there with your shorts yes it is <laughs> good um but uh yeah where is it paul tinkler said last year at rugby training um the the vi- valentine's day fell on a, a training night and there was a record turnout from the lads wow did, did, that, ha- did that happen tonight at toc
2: h uh at toc h uh at did to h rugby club um <laughs> no, yeah. No, it didn't. It wasn't a bad turnout, it wasn't great. I don't know, thirty five players. Not great for us. We're a huge club. Massive <laughs> uh, but, club. Is that the same way that a sleep, Sleeping club? giant is what I've heard. Yeah. yeah, it is well, you know, slowly waking
3: third in the league. We'll do all right. We'll we'll make the playoffs. Uh, Paul, so Paul Tigler said it was a record turnout from the lads. Uh, the hockey girls usually follow them on the AstroTurf at 8.15. They cancelled their session. So he just says it, we're, he's astonished that we continue as a human race. Uh, yeah, good point. Good point, well made. Uh, and, and then also uh, lots of lots of comments. Well, oh, Chris Jane, a uh, friend of the poor Chris Jane, says is he JB is looks he... like David Redd. Is David he... Brent posing on the desk. Is he a friend?
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, we we also we had another uh, comment on Twitter a question on Twitter this week that I think might lighten things up a little bit okay after getting too serious about whether or not Saracen were fielding a weakened team um, so Matt uh, Matt Hardy it looks like um, said hi new, newly into domestic rugby I need to know everything capital letters about Bath rugby what do I need to know Okay, well that's in well so what we're we going to do talk about Bath
2: Get,
3: or give him so, some Oh so we're fats. giving a new a, a, a new convert fan to rugby who's come to us the... with a newfound passion for the game and he he wants to know more about Bath Rugby Club. He doesn't really know anything about them. I think we can help their boys.
0: Yes, as the most informed podcast there is. Mm. I'm sure we can offer a, a bit of
3: sage advice. Okay. Well, I, do you, there was there was a time when JB used to love Bath. Do you remember that?
2: I still love Bath. Look, I love all the teams <laughs> in the in, in in the Premiership equally. <laughs> equally, well, yeah. We'll, so yeah. Equally. Yeah. Equally. Yeah. That's right. Um, okay. Well, there is a yeah, Bath is a strange one actually because there's a lot of rumours about Bath and when they first started, but actually uh, the Bath rugby club as it is now was started up during the the blair premiership and it was started up as an alternative
3: to fox hunting after the ban (laughs) it's
0: true interesting
2: Mm.
3: the community could gather there um and as you say i'm aware that so again the, the the fox hunting was banned bath rugby club began as a place for that crowd to go and they decided to identify themselves with a with a fans' uniform. So it wasn't just the, the the players on the pitch that had a kit. It was like a fans' kit as well, which is the obligatory mustard chinos, yeah, and tweed and barber jackets. And in fact, you're not allowed into the wreck unless you're wearing mustard chinos, tweed, and have a barber jacket. That Even is on a... a hot day, you have to carry one in a bag.
2: That is true. They are very strict on that. It
0: well. It... It's a legal obligation, I
2: think. Uh well yeah it is. Well talking of legal obligations, do you know what makes Bath a unique club? Go. Or, or a unique town actually. Go on. Playing football in Bath carries a custodial sentence. <laughs> and it's unique in the Western world hey. because you don't need a trial. You just go straight to jail. <laughs> Well, You're not um, straight to execution. No, it's actually
3: Yeah. You do go straight to jail. You the well, it, it, you are set you are you there is a process to go through, JB. They they don't ignore the the process, but the process is overseen by Overlord Bruce Craig who was um before running Bath Rugby Club a a, a villain in a Bond movie.
2: Yeah. Not only was he a bit villain in a Bond movie. He could have been a villain in an actual movie because uh was he not into pharmaceuticals? Big big pharma. You'll you'll hate <laughs> that, Tim. Big pharma and we don't mean the, Gloucester type big farmer.
3: They're very, very forward thinking, a Bath rugby club. Did you know that? No, go on. Very forward thinking. They're they're, they're big into sports science. Yeah. And a number of their players have, uh, you know, have experimented with specialist post game supplements. No.
2: Is that right? Well, I've I've heard not only do they get their players from Bath University, in fact, you were at Bath University, weren't you, Tim? I was. Yeah, well, they actually twin up their sports science degrees with creative accounting degrees, <laughs> and that comes in handy occasionally.
3: <laughs> and that was uh, that was Bath University, spelled B A R T H. Yes, yes.
2: Ah. and that's how you know that, that you're a real fan. Yeah,
0: when if you spell it right. Yeah. yeah. Do you know who the current captain of Bath Rugby is? Yes, I do. But you, why don't you tell us? Current captain. Yeah. Sam Burgess.
2: Of, of course he is. Of course, vice captain, uh,
0: vice captain Carl Ferns. Carl Ferns, <laughs> and <laughs> and you know they've got a senior player leadership team uh, made made up of Matt Stevens, Justin n- Harrison, Alex Crockett, and Andrew Higgins. That's amazing. And they're, now they're managing the academy now, aren't they? They're senior leadership team, academy, and social secretaries as well. Incredible! Wow.
2: Well, I think that's, that covers everything you need to know about Bath. I, I hope you appreciate that,
3: and I think it's only right we do the same for another club next time. Yeah, if yes. you want any
2: alternative, if you want to know the real truth about your club, just ask us, and you no. know, we'll tell you.
3: No, 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 let's open it up. Let's let's yes. tell uh, Let's ask you. Tell us the real truth about your club, and then when we do your club, we can include your real, 100 percent true uh, insight and fact. Yeah, I like it. It's good. And and we will tell you the
0: hashtag to use at the end of the pod. Exactly. Um, mm. Tease.
2: Quickly, very quickly, because I want to talk about two more games. Sale, I'm just going to say this. Denny Salamona, genuine star. If you don't want him in the England team, Tim, that's fine. We'll have him in the Welsh team. Um, <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> he's not eligible for Wales.
2: We'll we sort something out. <laughs> uh, what a player. What a player. I think he's got five and five or maybe even six and six. Correct. Yeah,
3: he looks like the real deal, you, you, I, and, I, and I don't disagree, he's, a, he's, a, he's an excellent talent, fantastic acquisition for them, a deadly finisher, don't want him playing for England. Cool. Um,
2: Leicester versus Gloucester, this is important. Good win for Leicester,
0: the kind of win that Leicester needed.
2: Yeah, not only that, they look like they're playing a much faster brand of rugby. But,
0: let's just caveat it by saying they were playing against Gloucester. And Gloucester away.
2: Hmm. Yes. Well, see, I thought Gloucester were turning things around. I really did. I thought they were making well, small improvements.
0: They're, they're an up-and-down team. Hmm. They will have, at times they look brilliant, and at times uh, Johnny May will run from pitch to pitch and then straight into touch. Consistently well-class. Wing to class. winged, and then straight into touch. Uh, I
2: would just say about this, like, it's the sort of game I would expect it to be 2015 to Leicester. I mean, having a thirty-four-nine scoreline, I'm not sure if that is a massive credit to Leicester or if it's a huge disappointment to Gloucester, or maybe maybe it's a it's, bit. Of both. It's a bit of both, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: so that concludes the Premiership. Unless you want to add anything to Leicester?
3: Hello, no, Tim? just a just a really good. I get with the weather slightly improving, and it feels like like today it feels like spring has sprung a bit, doesn't it? So hopefully today, the conditions yeah. will get even better. Yeah. Um, and it just, there was just some really, really good games. So I really enjoyed it.
2: Uh, on the other side of the of the Irish Sea, or you know, shall say, in the Celtic nations, were uh, Zebatane Ospreys forty, Ulster twenty four, Edinburgh eighteen, Munster forty five, Dragon seventeen, Glasgow fourteen, Scarlets twenty six. That's interesting. Um, Treviso fourteen, Leinster forty, Cardiff Blues. 13 19
3: Now oh, there were there were great. a couple of Ireland rugby fans that were like you didn't talk about the ireland Italy game very much it's on pointless. the on the Six Nations podcast pointless. and believe us right when England play Italy in in a couple of weeks we'll we will hardly England. hardly talk about England Italy because if the, unless, unless, unless it turns out to unless be a more Italy even, win. More interesting game yes yeah um just two things from this
2: weekend's Pro12 I mean could these scores have gone any other way no because it's predictable and it's a terrible league
3: But... No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no, no, It is. It is. It is. is. on these weeks when there's Six Nations and uh, a country that has only two teams like Scotland and uh, have all of their players away with the international... It is a terrible league when the Six Nations is on. And we have had actually some, some fans of Pro 12 sides going, do you know what? Actually... We shouldn't have yeah now, pro twelve yeah now before, we shouldn't have pro twelve games during Six Nations yeah, now before you all
2: yes. before you all start crying about JB hates pro twelve okay yeah the league is a joke and this is why it's a joke it shouldn't be played now there should be no games I, exactly as you said Tim you can't support a team with you know, if you've got two teams and one of them is basically the entire Scotland team you you simply can't play pro twelve rugby it's it's bad enough as it is. And if you look at the Pro 12 table, it is depressingly familiar. The bottom six are terrible. The top six are good. There you go. Very good. Um, does the Premier League
3: feel a bit like that this season? No, I don't think so. Six good teams, six quite mediocre teams. Um, yeah, if, Worcester just beat Saracens. It does feel
0: like when everyone's got their players, you've got six good teams or really four good teams then... Five OK teams and then three, no. three not, Boys, so, you are, not so good teams. You are miles off. Uh, in Worcester, not exactly the don't
3: the... talk about JB Sale like that, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: well, you know, Actually, Sale would look like the weakest team just in terms of star star players. I mean, um, they were in the Hatton Cup. Um, if you look at sorry European Cup, Bristol. I mean, there's a load of players there that would get get into Pro Pro 12 team. Worcester, same again. So no. And I'm not saying they'd get into Leinster, but I'm I am saying they would they would get into Edinburgh, they would get into Connacht, they would get into Cardiff, they'd get into Treviso, they'd get into to to, to Zebra. That's just undeniable. It's I, undeniable.
0: I was uh dreadfully disappointed by Bristol this weekend because they had a brilliant chance against yeah. a weakened yeah. Quinn's team and they got smashed. Yeah, it's one the, of the worst ones. The horrible only, game. The only positive thing out of that game for Bristol was Van breaking the tri scoring record.
2: Yep. And anything else interesting on
3: that? Yeah, Quinns have only picked up two bonus points all season away from home. You know, it's so. So just the to reiterate loss. the point, the point, the point I will make to Pro 12 fans is: Come on, you have to agree that during this Six Nations period, it is a, it is a just a, a shell of a competition, and when the the big games come and the player and the big-name players are there, we will talk about it more. Just as when when it's Ireland um, playing against France in a couple of weeks, we'll be talking about that, don't you worry, yeah. in yes. some depth.
2: i I tell you how it's going to go. The Irish team's going to go from strength to strength. Connacht have, Connacht have had a bad year, but they've had some really good wins, uh, i.e. Wasps. I mean, credit where it's due. I think Irish rugby is going to go from strength to strength now, and the Pro 12 is going to be dominated by, by the Irish teams. I think the success of Glasgow is going to bleed into ed- to, to Edinburgh, such as Mark Bennett, such yep. as Duncan Weir, yep. uh, and then I think the Welsh and the the Welsh and the Italian teams are basically going to prop up the rest of it because outside of the Ospreys, uh, Scarlets are pretty good actually, but the other two are just Scarlets have some ups dross. and downs. They're just Dross Blues and uh, Dragons. Dragons shouldn't shouldn't exist. Dragons are um, Italian in their incompetence. <laughs>
0: Right, you've uh, said your piece on Pro 12. I enjoyed that. I've not <laughs> done
3: that for a while.
2: You do it every other week.
3: Yeah, yeah,
0: but you know, two weeks.
2: I, <laughs> I
3: enjoyed it. Uh, right. Our our friend Paul Tinkler uh, on, on Facebook just said uh, he reckons there's no way Bristol would spend money like that on Lua Tua, is it? Mm-hmm, yeah, Lua, Lua Tua. Tua. Yeah. Unless, unless Pat Lamb had the inside track that they've already got ring fencing sorted. <sighs> uh,
2: well, ask London Irish if they thought
3: that.
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it is. It is interesting just how much they've spent, and some of the players, well, players and coaches or coach they've brought in. So. Mm. Uh, um, do you want to talk about power rankings quickly?
3: What? Yeah. So JB, you you bobbed a tweet out um, yesterday. Yeah, that's right. So the... and yeah, yeah. So uh, and you did you combined the two leagues, the Pro 12 and the Aviva Premiership, the Avicii Premiership. Sorry and you combine them together and ranked the, t- the 24 teams from 1 to 24 in a way that in, a, in America it's very, very common and happens on a weekly basis in what are called power rankings and uh, influential people and thought leaders in American football journalists have their own power rankings and it's a... It's a... Hello?
2: Where's he gone? There we go. Let down by Skype once again. Yeah, basically power rankings. We just combine the teams. Oh, who, hello. oh hello. Hello.
3: Hello. I'm here. They're gone in far away. Oh no! I was just going to say. Yeah, it's um, it happens regularly. Where did you get up to? What, what was the last thing you heard? Uh, you were explaining power
2: rankings, and then I was about to read read them out.
3: Oh yeah. So so I was just wondering. So what, I know it's not based on the league table entirely. No. It's based on kind of form. The result that's just happened yeah if uh, they were to play each other today yeah so
2: it's, it's it's almost impossible it's just fun because it'd be it's almost impossible isn't it because you know Worcester might beat Saracens, but there's no way they're beating Tigers, Northampton so on and so forth so, you know and there you go uh, so yeah we I, I kind of put them together do you want do you want to hear how the rankings go? Just go for the yeah. Yeah, And by the way, just eight. before you
3: do this, because I would love to see, as uh, someone on Twitter mentioned it actually, that they would love to see the the two leagues combine in a Super Bowl fashion with a winner of the Avicii Premiership play the winner of the Pro 12. Yeah, in a, do you know what? A, um, I, I,
2: grand final I, of finals. I could go for that. Uh, I, would, I could go for that, except I think it undermined the European Cup, which is my favourite competition. Mm. That's, yeah. the only, that's the only big deal there so I'll just give you my top 6 Saracens, Leinster, Munster, Wasps Exeter, Glasgow and Bath is that 6 or is that 7? Seven? 7, I'll go 8, Ulster and yes. then from 8 as well as, so the bottom 8 going from worst to best if you can call them the best Zeb, Zebra uh, Benetton, Newport Gwent Dragons Bristol, Cardiff, Worcester Ed, uh, Edinburgh
0: Sailor a bit high for my liking
2: no, they're better than all those, all those other, all other dross. So we're a sale. Oh, they're ahead of Newcastle. They're ahead of Newcastle. You put sale ahead of Newcastle. Yeah. Well, to be fair, Sale did just beat Newcastle. They did at home. True. Well, they, they, but they did it, didn't they? They, they did win. <laughs> so I can, I can confirm. Yeah, they won. There you go. Uh,
3: shall we do the predictions for this week then? That sounds good yeah. to me. Uh, what
2: are we on? We're doing well for time here. Ten minutes. Look oh, at just
3: that. just 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 one one brief one then. Just before we get into the predictions, it is Valentine's Day. So, if you if there was a rugby player that you would you would just give advice and say under no circumstances introduce that player to your wife. <laughs> 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 who who would that be for you? Um, the Tom obvious Vandell. ones are like Tom Van yeah. <laughs> In When Casey passes on sensitive information about about what you get up to, uh, Sergio Parisse obviously, even though he's a, he's an ageing.
0: Oh, but what a what an ageing hunk.
3: Oh yeah. Mike Phillips. Mike
0: Phillips big gav. Uh,
2: oh yeah,
3: Sunny Bill.
0: Oh
2: yeah, no Mike Phillips is definitely up there. Definitely. I've seen some of his private messages.
3: <laughs> Tommy Bow.
0: Oh yes, Tommy Bow.
3: <laughs> that that you, you, you probably would. Uh, introduce Tommy to and Mrs Phil you might take say, her, take what, her what about it <laughs> can I watch? ship from the cupboard
2: uh, I mean being serious I think um, <laughs> I can't say his name because that's not the right guy and he's already sued a load of people once um, <laughs> I was going to you know say then no. I was going to say Leon Britton but that's the MP and I'm thinking of um, who the hell is the Gloucester player
3: Leon. Oh,
2: who's uh... Britton wasn't he oh no um Went to London oh, Welsh. I'm sure his name is Britain. Oh, I'm not even sure. Little yes, Britain, like the hawker who was uh, taking pictures of
0: hawkers. Oh, you're... oh, Corey, Corey Britain, Corey Britain. Is it Corey Britain? Was
2: he not Exeter? Oh, he... Was he Exeter? No, oh, no, was no, Gloucester, Gloucester, London yes. Welsh, Gloucester, son of he late, went son to the, of Little Britain. Local Britain.
3: Baths. Didn't he get? He got? He got caught. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> God, taking take... a picture. God, he,
0: he, he must only be about 25 or 26
2: now. I feel sorry. No, I don't. Uh, yeah, yeah, Coy Britton, son of, son of Leon Britton. Uh, i would probably not introduce <laughs> myself to him either. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Good. Right, yes, Good. Do you want to talk about next week's games? Should we do all of them? Should we do Pro 12 first? Pro 12 first. Pro 12. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, Friday night. Leinster, Edinburgh. Uh, Leinster. Scarlet Zebra. Scarlet. Cardiff, Treviso. Cardiff. Ulster Glasgow Ulster Ospreys Munster Ospreys mm, That will be
0: interesting. that will be a good game.
2: I think Munster's second fifteen are far better than Ospreys' second fifteen, mm. but it is our Ospreys. Connacht Dragons Connacht. There you go. All right, um, let's get into the rugby. Uh, Gloucester versus Saracens. <laughs> At uh, Gloucester,
0: give me Saracens.
3: Okay, I... the. the the Borg are, uh, are going through a system reboot, and they will be back in winning ways this the weekend. They
0: Just, will regenerate, I can, I can confirm. Does the system reboot normally involve uh, flying out to some city? German city, perhaps? Switching them off and then switching them all on again, yeah. Well, it's, it's a hard reset, via, normally via about 15 steins of lager. Yes, that's right. Uh, why are they flying out again somewhere? it's what they normally seem to do. I'm sure they do. did it the other week. They they do it every other
2: week, don't they? <laughs> yeah. God, I'd love to play for Saracens. Um Leicester versus Bristol. Leicester. Leicester at home. Leicester big win. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now it gets tasty. Bath Harlequins. Bath. I, Bath at
3: home.
0: Yeah. I think Bath at home as well.
3: Did, didn't Quins win on the road. They did. Last week
0: against Bristol. It was on the road, wasn't it? It mm. was on It was on the road, but it was against Bristol. Mm. Um, but it was against Bristol, yeah. Worcester, Exeter.
2: At Worcester. With some important players back. But
0: Exeter lo- lose so few players. They do, don't they? Yeah. They're so well organised. They lose Thomas Francis, mm-hmm. Jack Noel, And that's it. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah,
2: you're right. Give me Exeter. Yeah, that's a good. It's not a bad shout. Uh, now so this... they lose
3: their so the X to lose their best player and their third choice tighthead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. fourth
2: choice. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, Newcastle, Northampton. Now this is interesting because we already know what will happen here because we saw it in Franklin's Gardens, and Newcastle won. Newcastle did win thanks to um, a red card for. Oh, I don't. Brooks. I don't think you've been completely fair. there. they played some okay rugby <laughs> some of the times <laughs> um <laughs> showering them with praise <laughs> <laughs> well on a serious note here's what they do have uh sachino who is electric hodgson pulls the strings very well gone over I mean, they don't whatever they pay him not enough uh snotty yeah. snotty's back yeah i mean th- these guys aren't bad um if they don't fall victim to the Northampton power game, I think they'll turn them over. And being on the plastic pitch, I'm gonna go Newcastle.
0: Northampton have been playing quite well recently. They're getting there. They, and... they were close. They could have won that against Bath, which is a it's a hell of a place to go.
2: Does move.
3: uh no Dylan Hartley hurt them?
0: No. No. Of course it doesn't.
2: <laughs> but
3: But it's worth pointing out, like like I say, I felt I felt sorry for for Northampton. But their next three games are Newcastle, then Sale, then Worcester. Worcester, yeah. yeah. Um, if they don't, if they don't get three wins, they—I mean, it's game over for Northampton for this season.
2: Oh yeah. Well, do you not think it's pretty much over anyway? Is it,
0: where, where where's the gap?
2: Is it from there's a bit. Of so a, they
0: they are nine points off fourth place yeah. as it stands with eight games left. Mm.
3: Well, the end of their <clears> season uh, running is absolutely minging. They've got all of the big teams, so I think it's probably done already. But, yeah. it's, uh, but they, they, they're going to struggle to even get top six if they don't get three wins. I think. I agree. I agree. Yes. Um, and
2: now the probably the biggest game of the weekend. Uh, <laughs> probably. S- well, no, probably that's de- almost definitely. Um, Wasps who are doing well without their internationals are going to the AJ Bell. Uh, I will probably go and watch this. Do you want to come, Phil? Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. We'll do Why that. Not? Uh, who, what game oh we're not missing any games because no Six Nations brilliant yeah uh, Sale
0: give me wasps you're wrong I tell you what <laughs> Sale will win this so you last week predicted a Newcastle win yep which means that you are at least seven games on the bounce you've predicted the incorrect result for Sale yep and you're going to continue for your,
3: for in, incorrect result for your team
0: hear me now believe me later Sale so you're gonna continue your losing run of predicting sales scores? Uh
2: no. This is gonna th- this is gonna break that run. Is there some kind of inverse JB, JB, Cup? JB
0: Cup that you're going for? Uh maybe. <laughs> uh, sale
2: will sale will win this. I think they'll be I I,
3: I completely forgot to say actually. there's one thing that happened to me at the wreck on Friday night. It was so baltic. It was It looked horrible. So cold. I'm i so, I'm so glad for the spring like weather to come. But it was snowing, it was just absolutely bitter, biting wind and um and I was doing the, the interviews with the, the directors of rugby and and stuff before the game. And I was quite aware before I went to talk to Todd Blackadder, bit of a man crush on him as I've talked about before. Yeah, yeah, naturally. But I was quite, I was naturally, obviously, I was quite quite aware that I could barely feel my face and I was struggling to talk. You know, when you're that cold, you haven't got yeah. control of your the muscles in your mouth. Yeah, and, yeah, I find that quite often. <laughs> so I so I went and asked him the question about George Ford and Freddie Burns. Mm-hmm. said, right, you know, there's been more talk about George Ford, but uh, this time with Freddie Burns. And then I said, because I just couldn't speak properly, with Freddie Burns going the other gay. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> How did he react? Did he just brush it off? No, I corrected myself. I, I said, we're going the other gay. I mean, other way. But it just <laughs> sounded like some sort of Freudian slip. I just, I just, just wanted to put, for the, for the record, I couldn't feel my face. <laughs> so there's nothing in it, Tim. You're not starting another rumour. hey listen i i do you know what after who was it um it was gareth thomas um nigel owens i'd hope that more rugby players would feel comfortable um so just as a general thing i i i hope that i'm I'm a bit surprised no one else has come out and said
0: yeah yeah
3: i've I've got
2: a theory on this go on Is, is it worth me putting this theory out no, forget it. I I'm not going to go there because it will it won't finish off well. <laughs> okay. be this end...
3: new this new Restrained. like self-editing JB is just unbelievable, Phil. We've been doing this for long enough. This is I'm still not used to this.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, there are times when I do think why can't you be like this in real life? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: It, it, it's nothing to you, but forget it. Uh right, okay. So there we go. We'll be back when Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing on Sunday, Tim? Do you fancy a trip to the AJ Bell? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I guess we'll go to the AJ Bell without you, and we'll be podcasting in the Rugby Dungeon as usual, about eight o'clock for you Facebook livers, and uh, yeah, we'll see, see you there. Thank nice you. one.
3: Thank you very much, Tim. Enjoy the rest. Enjoy your. Uh, enjoy your. Um your night with keeping your socks on I will do and uh, you enjoy going home it's ten past twelve now so one yeah.
2: one, one hour ten minutes my, I
3: finished my I finished my live radio show absolutely ages ago and I'm not about I'm not at all about to go and resume the the show until eleven o'clock um after I've done the bit that's pre-recorded not su- at all would su- never do such a thing superb right bye bye <laughs> nice one In bye bye <laughs>